Simplified Chaos, episode 193. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. everybody welcome back to simplify chaos this is jillian and i'm with my co-host and husband nicholas what's going on folks i love it when you sing my name it's poor i don't even know if i called it singing yeah maybe it was like moaning or something i don't know <laughs> it was in between a moan and a sing i don't know what that's called yeah we'll we'll figure that one out <laughs> or not but we hope you all are having an amazing week We've got another great episode here for you today. We apologize we missed last week because we were a little under the weather. Well, I was really under the weather. A little nasty stomach bug was going around, but we're back and we're continuing with our evolution series. So, Jilly, what are we diving into today? Today, we're talking about the evolution of our marriage. Yeah. And all those juicy goodies that go along with it, you know? Yeah, so we've we've done some previous episodes on that, which we'll discuss in just a few moments, and really talk about how over the last four and a half years, how our views on marriage and relationships have changed. So definitely looking forward to talking about that. But before we do that, we'd love to show some gratitude. So Jilly, what are you grateful for this week? I am grateful for what happened on our bed this evening. Ah. And no, it wasn't sexual intercourse. Not yet. <laughs> uh, Lucille came into the room. I had just gotten back from a wonderful night walk, listening to a really enriching podcast. And I was sitting on the bed, taking off my shoes, and Lucille comes in, and I just start rubbing her. And she's like cuddling closer to, to, to me and just give me those looks like she did when she was a baby when my mom would like massage her, like her eyes rolling back in her head and... I was like, man, she looks so serene and relaxed right now. I think she may fall asleep. So I was just rubbing her back and she's kind of like asking me like these random questions about my bedroom. It was kind of funny. (laughs) And she's just there and then you come in and then she's like, you know, Papa, rub my feet. So you're rubbing her feet. I'm rubbing her back. And she's not spoiled. Spoiled with love. And she just drifts off to sleep. And it was just so beautiful. I was like... It's been a while that that's happened where both of us have just like rubbed her to sleep, not just like to go to bed, like just in her bedroom, just because, you know, and I'm like, oh, just made me think of when she was a wee little lad and a uh, wee little lad. <laughs> it was just magical. Yeah. It was just one of those beautiful moments that I'm just, I always treasure when she, when she, she was just tired. wants us to like rub her and cuddle her. I'm like. I need to soak all of these in because one day you're going to be like, get away from me, mom. I know, right? (laughs) But anyway, that's what I'm grateful for. What about you? I'm just grateful for the local community that we continue to build around here. Lots of just really nice things that happened over the weekend. As I mentioned that Jill and I were a little under the weather this past week. Well, Lucille last Sunday, me on Tuesday, and then you Friday kind of going into Saturday. And one of our neighbors who has a daughter the same age as Lucille just offered to take Lucille for a couple hours if if needed and 
was just like, yeah, she, she can come over and, and play with our daughter. And, and if you guys need a chance to rest or whatever, at this point we were kind of fully recovered. And I was like, you know, I, I really appreciate that, but we got a chance to, to meet up and they got to hang out and, and play that afternoon, which was awesome. And then just the random hangout we had yesterday with some friends who have three daughters. And so it was awesome just to get Lucille time with her friends this weekend, us have some adult time with our friends. And it's just really been amazing, the the community that we've built here. So I'm just truly grateful for all these wonderful people coming into our lives and just sharing a lot of the same values and, and just overall just being great people. A lot of love in this community. There is. There's a ton of it. So yeah, speaking of love, let's talk marriage. Eh, let's not. <laughs> Don't want to talk marriage. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. At first I was like, man, how have we evolved? And then I had to go back and, you know, skim through some some older episodes that I'm sure you're going to let me like. Let me reference yeah. those episodes here for you. So episode nine on February 18th, 2019. So this is when we were very young and <laughs> in the, and very young in this podcast game, might I say. <laughs> And it was one of those ones where it's funny because Lucille was with us in those early episodes and evidently she had a shit fit in the middle of that one. So we actually had to stop recording and re-pick it up like five hours later, which we mentioned. So that was kind of funny listening to that one. And then the other one was episode 20, which is the importance of date nights. And I think that's evolved pretty... It's evolved a lot since yeah. since we've we've had that episode. So I'm excited to to touch on some of the topics that we dove into on that episode and really see how they've evolved. And yeah. So how do you want to kick it off here, Jilly? I mean That's kinda of what we did in the marriage episode. I said I wanted to kick it off one way. You're like, I think we need to do it something different. Let's start off with you said something to me after you <laughs> re listened to marriage and relationships, because we did talk about sex. Yeah. And you said <laughs> You were laughing so hard. What did? What were you laughing at? Oh, just everything. I mean, just no, the whole the, conversation. The book. You mentioned the book. Oh, name. Yeah. yes. You said the you said the Kuma Sutra <laughs> instead of the Kama Sutra, and you mentioned it. And I couldn't. I couldn't stop laughing at that. <laughs> but yeah, do you want to start with sex, or do we want to finish with sex? Uh, we, we finished with sex the last time. Finish, pun intended. Yeah, I, um, you saw where I was going with that. Um, let's talk about date nights. I think that's a fun way to start All it. All right. Yeah, so date nights have changed quite a bit, and especially since we've moved down here to Virginia. And I would say even more so as we have changed our, well, I don't want to say like lifestyle or our eating habits, so to say, but yeah. date nights were dare I say, religion to us? Yeah. I mean, we had a lot of support, too, for babysitting um, in oh, Maryland. Like my sister, when, before she had three children, you know, and my mom. So we had so much support to, like, consistently do date nights weekly. And, yeah, we we ate everything, pretty much. Like, the variety, you know, we always picked, like, really good restaurants. But yeah. we were eating basically anything and everything, and, you know, drinking cocktails, which we still drink co- cocktails occasionally. Hell and, yeah. I just make them really good. Yeah. But as we move to Virginia and we do have support if we do want to go out and there's amazing restaurants and, and places here in, in Charlottesville. But I will say because our eating has kind of shifted where we're not, we really are like, 
We don't want to consume a lot of seed oils and we're not eating all the vegetables anymore. You're basically not eating any, Nick. Or and fruit. Or fruit and, you know. Or we, bread. <laughs> well, <laughs> all really, that stuff seems to be out in, when you go out and get a meal. It is. And I still consume a little variety of all the things like really good sourdough, um, really good meat, um, depends on the vegetables. Um, but it just, it kind of lost its... I don't know. It's it's shimmer in a way because it wasn't like we wanted to go out and try and do all the things. And we still are pretty adventurous. Like, oh, definitely. I mean, you'll eat any kind of meat or any, you know, anything involving like meat, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Meat's going to be the word I use. Uh, we're all about like when we go out, like finding a really good steak tartare, like we get really hyped up Hell about yeah. now. So it's, it's oysters. Oysters. There's, there's certain things that I just won't do here at the house that that you know we need to go out and and have a good time yeah and oysters is definitely one of those things but i found myself just really comparing to my cooking and i'm not to say that i'm a great cook but no you're a great cook thank you like you cook meat you you're like i'm exceptional at cooking meat you're, you're becoming an expert in my opinion because i'll go out and eat shrimp or i'll eat a burger or a steak and i'm like fuck nick like <laughs> I really think you make it better and that that speaks like volumes on like well why are we still going out as much like it kind of had us going down this rabbit hole of is the purpose of date nights to go out to restaurants now or is the purpose of date nights to have a good meal and doesn't matter where we are but as long as we're still having time together and Mm -hmm. creating that space to have conversation and connect and that's kind of what we've been doing a lot more at the house. You know, you'll make some really good cocktails or have like a really good glass of wine. You'll make some really good food. I feel like I'm not even part of this family anymore when it comes to cooking. I'm like, what do I cook now? Like I make eggs and crock pot <laughs> beef, but like you are like the king chef, I would say. Like you make a lot of our dinners now, which is You did amazing. it for such a long time. So now it's my turn to... And you're really excited that. about it, which yeah. is, I'm excited for you. And uh, it's been really nice. We have, I mean, a lot of fucking good meals at home now. We do. But I think, you know, date nights when we were, when we talked about it in the last podcast, it was it was definitely like, you know, the food has the whole place in it, the cocktails and all that stuff. But, you know, it was more about getting away and you and I having conversations, adult time together and whatnot. But I feel like... Lucille is such a an independent person that we still get that time in our meals in the evening because Lucille may choose to sit down and eat with us or she might not be in the mood to eat at that point and she may start playing her little games or, or you know playing kitchen or something like that and so we still get that that time but even now like if a neighbor wanted to watch Lucille and that's happened before I was like I'd much rather kind of prepare the meal at home and, and have a, a date night in you know, we've got the patio now that we just finally got installed last fall that we really haven't had an opportunity to take advantage of yet because it's been wintertime. But like, we want to really make that spot our own, put some nice little lighting out there. And, you know, we can make it, we can give it the whole restaurant vibe without there, you know, needing to be the restaurant. So. And I was just telling you, like our next, uh, like, I don't know, intention with cooking is like, we need a master steak tartare because I feel like once we do that, then it's Challenge really, is accepted. it's really going to bring up upscale the place like man this place just went from four stars to five stars we're going for michelin that's right yeah (laughs) the cocktail game is on point here 
and the the meat game is on point now we just need to get it to that fancy shit i will say that when we do have space to like when it's just you and me and it doesn't have to be a so-called date night it could be just like time together in the car like maybe lucille sleeping or just going on like a day date somewhere like going on a coffee run like if we happen to be in maryland and have support and like someone's with lucille i feel like our conversations do go to a deeper level when we are they do away from lucille and i do see the benefit in still making that a priority is it going to happen weekly no like before it was like weekly all the time every day you know but now it's just kind of like looking at our schedule and ebbing and flowing with like all right I see this opportunity, we have support, and we hop on it. It's not like we're like, eh, I don't know. It's like, no, like my mom wants to watch her or, you know, we're going to be going to Baltimore soon to dog sit for a friend and my mom wants to have her a night. It's like we take full advantage and see those opportunities and seize them Mm -hmm. for that one-on-one time where it just helps us go a little bit deeper than we would if we were at the house, you know, with Lucille. Yeah, but that's that's exactly it, like, you know, we're, we're still making time for ourselves. We still take advantage of the time, you know, by ourselves um, for, for date nights and whether that's in or out. And the other nice thing is like inflation's a bitch. So we're not spending as much money out, which gives us more opportunity to spend more money on you know groceries or other fun family things. And I noticed that it only takes like a few tweaks to really like get the mood. It's like you have a really nice candle, you light it, and then you just set the mood with some really cool jams yeah, and then it's on just some like jazz tronica yeah. and some lo-fi like there's a lot like of good shit out there it just really like up the vibe. <laughs> goodness gracious i got so many awesome genres now that just like never even heard of this shit before and i'm like yeah now it's like we're definitely in fancy restaurant territory yeah so i feel like i i'm not really missing the aesthetic so much it's just like it's just like i mean Nick's basically my waiter cooking my meal and serving it to me. So I get that vibe too, but it just feels really good. And it's and bartender and bartender. You're just like the do it all. People are going to be like, Nick, can we hire you for our next date night? <laughs> I'd be happy to do that. Oh, there you go. Travel to different people's homes and just make meat and drinks, man, meat and drinks. Mabe, you got my, you might have a side hustle here. I mean, yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> let's uh, think this one out. Don't anybody else take it. <laughs> Anyways, all right. No, I think yeah, that's all I got really on date nights. I think no. you know it's it's it definitely looks a little bit different, but it, you know ultimately we still have those same deep mm-hmm. conversations, and I think that's a good segue is like talking about communication. Like that's always been a huge part, and that was something that we really talked about. And I don't think things have really evolved like too much in that sense because we we've always been really good about communicating. I think we've gotten better over the years and i think we challenge each other to open up a little bit more even so four years ago and then we were where we are now you know we have a daughter who's four and a half so that's completely different than a a nine month old Mm. so we need to communicate like how we're feeling and you know do we need somebody to tag in there one of the things we did talk about was like tag teaming and like say hey you're it hey you're it and we, we kind of still have that down. Like we, we know when to tell each other or we even can see when somebody needs a break, Yeah, which is, a, which is a good thing is like, we're able to see those things and anticipate those things. But at the same time, we both have told each other not to be shy about saying, Hey, I need to step outside and take a walk right now or, or whatever. And, and, you know, ultimately 
that helps us become and, and be better parents when we're around Lucille and better partners to each other. Well, yeah. And I think communication has led to us being really transparent on what our needs are and what, how much space we need for ourselves. I will say since moving here, I feel like I have more time to be with myself, which is something I truly need a lot of alone time. And sometimes it can be hard. I'm a little too much for Jill. (laughs) No, I, I, I find that I'm getting easier at opening up and just saying like, Nick, can I have some couple minutes, some time to myself? Can I go for a walk? Like, I don't feel any guilt or shame about that at all anymore. Maybe in the beginning, it like felt like, oh, should I? Is this okay? But now I'm, the more I'm growing and evolving as, you know, as just Jillian and realizing that, no, that those, those moments, that time is like super sacred and it really refuels me and resets me to be a better human partner, mother. Yeah. So... I have found that just like communicating consistently, like, Nick, can I have some time? And you're just like, yeah, and you do the same. So I find that as our relationship has evolved, I feel like we are even more transparent and even Mm -hmm. vulnerable at like just saying how we feel or what's going on. Like me being on this like wild health journey and figuring out like what's going on in my body, like it can be really frustrating at times. And I hold a lot of it in, but I'm learning now more just like, it's not needy for me to say, or like, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, Hey Nick, like he might look at me. Are you okay? And I'm like, I'm having one of those things again. He just like, all right, nods. And like, he'll just take over. And it's so nice that, you know, he doesn't have to try and read my mind or make assumptions or guesses. It's like, no, I'm just going to tell him how it is and get the support I need and not feel wrong for doing that. And I'm just uber grateful for you for, you know, being a really supportive partner and growing alongside me and just, you know, ebbing and flowing in this wild ride of marriage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, communication is definitely essential. It's the cornerstone, I believe, of every relationship. And the second that communication breaks down, that's when, you know, things start, you know, I don't want to say going awry, but, you know, where, where things might not be as um, the way that they they really need to be. So, yeah, I would say just always working on communication. It's something that you're we're practicing all the time and, and trying to get better and improving every time. And, and ultimately, that just leads to good things and leads to an ultimately just happier experience with each other and as a family. Yeah, and I, I heard us talk about, at least I think I, I heard me talk about it in a reflection on an older episode about just how I feel like the way we communicate, it just has this ripple effect on outside relationships. So, you know, me trying to be a better communicator, which means AKA a way better listener and just be curious versus furious and ask more questions. Like I see that in my friendships and the people and the community we cultivate. And I'm grateful that I'm able to apply that growth in our communication skills and see how that attracts these amazing people in our lives because I feel like I've grown to be a better listener and I've, I've grown to ask more questions and be curious and just love more as well as doing work too, like reading and consuming positive mm-hmm. stuff to like, you know, put in my mind and just to do better and be better. So I think it, this is like the core place to practice it is just with, you know, whoever's in your home you see every day. I mean, those, those are like, the, the main game players in your life that are going to teach you so much about yourself. And I have so much to learn and yeah. you know, we're always changing. So I'm going to be learning alongside you yeah. for the rest of my life. Well, and that's the thing. Like we're, we're supportive of each other and, and you know, to 
to do that and, and we want to make sure that we're all succeeding so like it's good to practice like we can give you honest feedback and and hopefully not feel judged about it like yeah. you know because we've we've got this just deep relationship and you know we've we've broken down those barriers and so yeah i mean i think it's it's one of those things where you can you can do that and then it should help you be more confident with other people yeah i mean when i think about those barriers i'm like i feel like i've told you it all like your all, open book all the gray like that happens with my body i'm like hey nick you know i haven't like pooped in three days you <laughs> know and now i'm just like it is what it is. Like sure. it's part of our human body. Like we talk about what's going on and like how we're functioning and yeah. because it's all connected, right? Well, it impacts right? your mood and everything. <laughs> right. So yeah, I, I totally get that. Well, I think the more we educate ourselves and work on like learning about ourselves and the world, it's like, we know everything's holistic. So it's like, if something's off in one part of the body, sure. you know, it's going to affect another part. So it's like, Hey, I'm giving you a heads up. Like, this is what's going on with me or you know, I'm having this issue and we have this, like, like I said, a holistic view of like, well, that's going to affect something down the line. But, you know, I'm, I just want to make sure that you're aware because I feel like me these days of having more like more um, just extra, extra bumps in the road to like pivot me and empower me in beautiful ways. I know, I know they're coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so communication, yeah, has led to a lot of beautiful evolution. I think. Absolutely. Ooh. <laughs> I got something going on there. I don't know what that was all about. <laughs> it's not like there was like a frog in your throat. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a Jill laughing fit here for a I few mean, minutes. If people are listening, like they know I laugh. Like I laugh a lot. And laughter's good. At first I'm like, do I laugh too much? And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I just can't help. You make me <laughs> laugh and I giggle a lot. So people are just expecting it. Like Jill laughs. So. Um, yeah, that's me. It's when you don't laugh <laughs> and then you go back and listen to the podcast and then you laugh at something I say. Oh. That's when I get upset. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hurt your feelings. It's okay. It doesn't happen anymore because you're listening better now. I am, aren't I? You are. Thanks, babe. You got it. All right. What's next? I mean, do we, do we talk about intimacy? We can talk about that. Or is there something before that that you want to... I think there was one more thing. There was one thing that we talked about a lot on the marriage podcast that has changed actually pretty drastically. And it's something that we've talked about on this podcast a lot, but work situations Mm. and work situations change. And we talked a little bit about that, that period where the roles kind of shifted where I was in that job and wasn't getting paid. <laughs> so mama was bringing in the bread. Yeah. So uh, Jill wasn't bringing in the bread and it was just one of those interesting experiences, but that was another kind of communication thing that we, we sorted out. You'll have to go back and listen to that episode to, to talk about that. But the roles have, you know, we, then we were both working again and then now the roles have shifted even more. And, and now we moved down to Virginia so that ultimately we can homeschool or unschool Lucille you retired from teaching and sure have been dabbling into a lot of different things, yeah. um, keeping very busy with with our daughter. But you know, ultimately, you know, those roles have have just ebbed and flowed, and we we've made it work no matter which which way it has. But you know, it's it's also kind of going back to the communication and and just you know how we're a unit and functioning in, in a lot of different areas where there's one area that somebody's doing, another er- person's picking up another area. And that's not just with jobs, but it's with like household chores, finances, and all those things. Like, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things where 
it's uh, pass the baton if, if, if need to be. And, and, you know, it's just been one of those things where it just works very seamlessly. Yeah. Well, I think one of, uh, I think we had a date night when we were in Delaware visiting your parents and we had a really good, deep conversation. Yeah. Probably because of the cocktails. Um, just about our roles and the the change that it's had and kind of like a check-in. I was just basically telling you that like, I feel really good not working full-time. Like I feel really at home, pun intended, like at home, just being <laughs> the homemaker and being with Lucille and being the nurturer and, you know, the educator and her guide and like dabbling in fun creative projects, but it just feels like really good for me to be where I am. And I think because of, there's just a lot of things out in the world, like hustle mode, you know, boss babe and all these things for like empowerment for women to work. And I am like on the opposite right now. Like I am doing work and I feel like it's the most important work I'll ever do is just educating our daughter. And it just feels just so right. And you were just expressing like how much you really enjoy like working where you are and the work you're putting into the world. And I was just telling you, like if there's ever a time where you feel burned out or you can't handle it and you know, you want me to step up, you know, just to say so. So I love that we are open to have those conversations. And right now, like we feel really good where we are in this time and place. And I know that could change at any time, but it's just good to know that we can have those moments of like check-ins with just like our roles in the home and in the relationship and what that looks like, sounds like, and just forgetting the noise and the societal norms and everything else that's out there Mm -hmm. and just like coming home to what feels right. And I mean, that's the whole journey of this. I feel like our podcast is just to do what feels intentionally like right for us. And um, yeah, it's been... It's been beautiful so far. Yeah, we're going to do what we need to do when what's best for our family, for each other, no matter what. So, yeah, we're always communicating and, and just checking in and making sure that everything's all good because we can pivot and we have pivoted. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think one thing that we've gotten really good at through the years we've evolved is just we've gotten really good at experimenting. Yeah. You know, I think the more and more we're together, we, we lose... The, more and more fear and what other people are thinking and judgments and we just go for it we're like hey let's try this or let's do that and it's been really fun just to like experiment with you and i think the more experiments we do like the stronger and wiser and more love we can emanate in the world so um, definitely i'm just down for the experiments the many experiments we've done has just i think led to some beautiful things definitely agreed (laughs) all right now you ready to get it on intimacy yeah. Um, well, so you listened to that one. I'm trying to remember. We were pretty, we had like a sex night, didn't we, back in the day? It was like hump day, didn't we? We used to do hump day, like every Wednesday we would have sex. Right? Oh yeah, that was definitely one of those things where it was on, it was like on the calendar. You know, we talked a lot about, you know, you were nine months postpartum at that point. So you were still kind of getting back into the swing of things and whatnot. And there's a couple of things that you had mentioned that I'm, I'm curious to see now if they've changed. Oh, gosh. And one of them has changed. The lube situation. <laughs> we'll start with the funny stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. You are all about it. Yeah, well, I feel like living in a home, there is a, co-living. There's a lot of people, a lot of things going on. I was working full-time 
you know, go, go, go. And I feel like I didn't leave enough space and I didn't trust in my body enough to like know that it could build up in its natural way. Like mm-hmm. I didn't let my body get wet naturally it, or I didn't understand foreplay enough or I did. And you just feel like you're in a time crunch and you're just trying to be a good wife and like do the thing with your partner. And then like you want to go to bed because you're tired. So I feel like there was a lot of little factors that led to like, you know, lube's going to be the quick fix. It's going to get me go. It's going to get me going mm-hmm. so we can start going and then I can go to bed, so to speak, you know? <laughs> And well, that's because you were waking up at 4.45, yeah. 5 o'clock in the morning. So we had to get it in at like 8.30 when everybody, like you said, everybody in the house was still up. Yeah, it was like this quick tool that I could use to do the deed. And now I feel like I don't need a quick tool to do the deed. I can take my time. I can learn and experiment more with my body and tell you about things. And, you know, like we said, try new things that... uh I haven't thought about in a long time. I think I was telling Nick that I think I forgot just how good foreplay was. Like I just think about high school, like the whole buildup, like when you're with somebody, like it's just like, you know, it's just, you're just doing, I don't want to say dry rubbing because usually it doesn't end up dry, but you know, like you're rubbing on top of each other and you're just touching and just a lot of like rubbing and it was just like so intense. And I'm like, Nick, how do I get that back? And it was just, we've just done things like that to like get the intimacy back. Mm -hmm. And I've been better communicating to you openly about like, touch me here, try this. And I think it also helps that I've been reading some, some really raunchy novels. The Kumasatra? (laughs) No. Uh, But I read that one, that one, a couple of erotic novels that I was like, man, I'm getting like so turned on by these words. And I'm like, Nick, like, can you use some words? Can you try this? Um, Just, you know, like. Not one for talking. (laughs) I know. And it's weird. Like you say just enough, but I'm like, can you try this? Can you pinch this? Grab this? And I'm just looking at it in a different light. And I heard this amazing podcast about how much natural healing happens during intimacy, not only with your partner, but also when you do it solo. So I see it as like part of this holistic view of our relationship, how that only helps us get stronger as well as the closer that we are intimately how that affects everything Mm -hmm. else in our life as well and it's been fun yeah it's been really fun one of the things that we it still holds true is that i'm ready to go at a drop of a hat like whenever (laughs) like right now let's do it um but one of the things you mentioned and again at the time it was a little bit different that it was almost a chore Mm. do you still feel that way no. And I said, why? It's because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was just so much on my plate. But now I feel like I have much better balance in my life, yeah. which is what I wrote in my journal three years ago. I mm-hmm. want more balance and it's here. Yeah. And I'm I'm so grateful to have space and grace for the, our relationship, for time for that. And Certainly. Intimacy. And man, it's getting, man, it's getting better. It's getting really set a, good. Set a five-night marathon. I don't know what got into me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what did. Oh, and I think that's another thing. Like I've been educating myself more in my cycles and my hormones and what that tells me. And I talk about that with Nick. And I'm like, man, this is the this is the stage, Nick. Where like get your freak on. So yeah. it's it's fun to see that connection as well with my mood and energy and levels and just to to apply that and have some fun yeah that's most important just to have fun it doesn't 
doesn't feel like work anymore. It, it did a little bit, I will admit. Like it did feel like a chore. And so, now I mean, I we were like... we were scheduling it, and that and was that was part of our that was part of our advice. Is like you know if if you're having trouble, yeah, making time for it, just schedule it and then hold to it. But then that could potentially lead to performance like he's like okay i've got to do this now and like i really don't feel like it right now and like just being on autopilot and not really feeling do i really want to do this like is it you know gonna make me happy at this point and i don't know like i definitely don't feel like on autopilot at all when it comes to that um we don't schedule it it's like i'll You'll know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll let you know when I'm in the zone or ready to go, or I'll be reading a book and then look at you and like, let's do this, or you know. So it's it's nice that it's not scheduled and it doesn't feel rigid. It just feels like more natural and more relaxed, but better. Relaxed, but I hear better. it gets really good when you get in your forties. Well, you you're not quite there yet. I, I'm I'm now forty one. It's pretty great at thirty six. Yeah. <laughs> And tomorrow, when I'm 37, we're yeah. just going to have to try it and see yeah. what happens. Happy birthday, Jilly. Not yet, <laughs> but thank you. Tomorrow. I but know. Two days prior to when this comes out. Well, when the episode comes out. You'll no, be, yeah, yeah, two days. Yeah, after. Yeah. yeah. I'll be 37. It's so weird to say that out loud. 37. Yep. Just gets better and better. I'm telling you. I believe you, Nick. I do. Yeah. All right. Mm. Anything else on intimacy or marriage or anything besides nipple tweaking no i think we're good okay cool that's gonna happen later yeah (laughs) well before i tweak your nipples how about some resources for our listeners all right i i found this good blog post it was um about intimacy and love and i just want to read this little excerpt it says intimacy is not something that just happens between two people it is a way of being alive At every moment, we are choosing either to reveal ourselves or to protect ourselves, to value ourselves or to diminish ourselves, to tell the truth or to hide, to dive into life or to avoid it. Intimacy is making the choice to be connected to rather than isolated from our deepest truth at that moment. I like it. I did too. It really rang. Like, I feel like sometimes we don't really think about intimacy as like a pillar of health. And I am like a full believer after learning more about intimacy, about how it is totally part of our well-being and that view of like what makes us have, I don't know, vitality, energy, Mm -hmm. you know, um, have feelings of purpose and meaning in the life. So I think intimacy is that one that I think people may put on the back burner and don't really realize chemically and like biologically like how powerful it really oh, yeah. is so it's really fun to learn about that stuff it definitely is and, and i'm I excited to learn more that yeah yeah absolutely always evolving always evolving see what i did there <laughs> <laughs> all right jillian how about your quote of the day the quote of the day is by bell hooks living simple makes loving simple thought that was pretty applicable i dig it yeah all right. And your take action challenge is? I had just like, don't be afraid to experiment with each other. Like have some fun. Yeah. Like I feel like experiment leads to so much growth and really cool involvement. So like. Agreed. S- experiment, experiment, experiment. Have fun. Well done, Jelly. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. If you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing a review or simply by sharing this episode with a friend. 
And remember, sharing sparks a conversation, conversation leads to action, and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will see you again next week. See y'all later.